welcome to the Lift As You Climb podcast, where it's all about the journey and the joy to discovering who you are now and deciding who you want to become and embracing your genuine identity, influence, and impact. In each episode, we'll explore how life's experiences have prepared us for what we choose to do next and how to create our encore, write our own script, and star in the next stage of our lives. I'm your host, your next business strategist and transformation catalyst, Isabel Banerjee. Hello, and welcome back, my online friends. Today is National Best Friend Day here in the USA on June the 8th, 2021. As I am recording this and thinking about all of you and all of the wonderful friends that I have had in my lifetime and I have still today, I think that Best Friend Day should be every day. This is a special year to put our attention on what we do to deserve our friendships and how we nurture them and keep them for a long, long time. I'm thinking about this in the context right now of having been through and still, for many of us, experiencing the impact of COVID-19, the global pandemic, the lockdowns, and social isolation that we experienced. Imagine the huge impact that has had on our friendships and our relationships. Now, looking back in the rearview mirror over 16 months or so, during that period, tell me, who showed up for you? Who were the friends who showed up? We knew and felt they were out there, and we could count on them even when we couldn't be together in person. And tell me, did you, like I did, experience some surprises about who did not show up as a friend during this challenging time? Hmm. And who did you reconnect with? What friends from the past that you'd kind of lost touch with that while you were confined to home, spending more time on social media, you were able to reach out and reconnect with and reconstitute that friendship. And here's the bonus. This might have also been a time for you to cultivate some brand new friendships that may grow into best friends forever. Personally, I have made several new friends during COVID that I probably wouldn't have if I'd not been forced to stay at home and reinvent myself again. In fact, the Lift As You Climb movement was born with the encouragement of new sisters of the heart around the globe that I met in an online community during covid Since we've been faced with so much uncertainty and disruption in the last year and a half, it isn't that surprising that friends and relationships that are dear to us are very much on our mind. And that's been a real catalyst for me 
to write a couple of articles and blogs, and I published two other episodes on this podcast about friends. One is called Real Friends, and I capitalized R-E-A-L just to convey the impact of true versus superficial relationships on how we live our legacies. In the podcast episode, BFF Not Forever, I spilled my guts about the heartache of being dumped by a girlfriend that I thought was a BFF. For your ease, I think those are podcast episodes 7 and 8. If you want to go back and listen to them later, I'll include the links in the show notes. I've had a lot of discussions in my circle of friends about the changing dynamics of relationships with women as we get older and our interests change. I published a new blog this week about that topic, and I'll include that also in the show notes. Basically, I'm saying that perhaps not all friendships are intended to last forever. Some friendships really serve us well and teach us important lessons in our life. As the poem says, for a season or for a reason. Understanding this and graciously accepting it are not always in sync. Perhaps it's easier to know that some BFFs are actually intended to be best friends for now. If you're traveling in my orbit, you know I've also been talking a lot lately about living an epic life and celebrating how many more years, months, and days I have to live that epic life, alive to live my legacy, and really not focus on dying, but focus on living. Friendships are a very, very important part of that. I want to spend the next decades of my life with the people that help me to be the best possible version of me. That means I must take stock and evaluate my existing relationships regularly, like a health checkup. If we're not changing and growing, we're dying. It's the same for all relationships. We simply can't take the health of our friendships for granted. They need tending and cultivating, and sometimes they need weeding. It may feel uncomfortable to think in terms of cultivating or culling your friends list, but really, I do believe it's necessary for our own successful evolution and becoming more of us. As women, we are constantly reinventing and growing and changing and transforming. I know I am. After all, I am the author of Who Am I Now? So I invite you to think about this. If you don't assess your friendships and make room, how can new friends rise up in your life? As I transform into who I want to become next, I need space to invite my friends to go along on that journey with me. My encore, my evolutionary experience, will be so wonderful 
when supported and shared with all the right friends. Choosing to curate and cultivate the friendships to support you to live your legacy by being the best you, and therefore you are able to lift others and help them climb, is in my mind the ultimate in self-love, self-care, and self-sustainability. But how do you do this effectively? How do you remain aware if a friendship is still healthy? In our busy Zoom, Zoom world, is it obvious? Or more often, does it creep slowly into our consciousness that a friendship has changed and may belong in a different category than it might have been before? It may also be true that some friendships should be promoted to a higher priority in your friendship categories and that there is more work to be done to develop and nurture and celebrate that friendship. I have first-hand experience of some of those examples. Sometimes you meet somebody and there's a connection instantly, but in the present moment, you're not sure why you feel that way or where that really fits into your life. But allow the time and the opportunity to figure it out you discover this is why we were meant to meet each other. This is why we were meant to grow and do something meaningful together. We have to make space for these new relationships, new friendships to thrive. Part of your friendship review may be painful and bittersweet to reflect on the friends that are no longer with us. Perhaps, as in the case of a few very, very dear friends of mine, they have left this planet. Or they may have left us for other friends or other priorities in their life, and we don't quite fit anymore in the future they are pursuing. And then there's the very last bucket, and that's the one where the bucket got kicked right out from under you. I talk about my own experience with this in episode 7 of the podcast. Sometimes a friend just divorces you and leaves you sitting on the curb wondering what the hell happened. If thinking about all of this makes your head hurt and your gut tighten up, you're not alone. In the past decade or so, I was going through personal transformations faster than Alice in Wonderland, and I was so confused and conflicted about who I was and who I needed and wanted on this part of my life's journey. No one had prepared me for this. In the midst of my own 50-something identity crisis, I now also had to figure out if my friend's were going to make the transition with me. As uncomfortable as it felt, I knew I had to take a hard look at who surrounded me and if we were growing together. As part of my Encore methodology, I created a friendship health checkup. I needed a step-by-step, let's-be-honest-with-myself process 
to get clear on my relationships, my needs from relationships, and my own worthiness as a best friend. I'm still using that process today, 10 plus years later, and it has served me very well. In honor of Best Friends Day, today, tomorrow, and every day, I encourage you to be your own BFF. Download my Friendship Health Checkup and use it freely. It's easy to obtain at the following URL, www.myencorefriends.com, and I will put that in the show notes in case you forget. So for now, I prescribe, take two vitamin G's and call me in the morning. But remember, your encore and your evolution do not require you to leave behind any of the best parts of who you are now. It only requires you to make room for the best you yet to come. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope our conversation added value to your day and expanded your vision for your legacy and impact. Please join me in increasing my impact and expanding my reach to more people by sharing this episode on social media or leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. To catch all of the latest from me, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Connect with me and others in my community Facebook group, The Lift As You Climb Movement, where you can engage, be inspired by, and grow with a tribe of like-minded people. As I evolve as a podcaster and a spokeswoman for collaboration and economic empowerment, your input and feedback are especially important to me. I welcome your suggestions and questions to hello at theencorecatalyst.com. Until we meet again, please remember that your success may be the foundation to someone else's. Together, we can raise success ladders around the world. Mm -hmm.